Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome. Hey, y'all. Yes, my name is Akeem Mitchell, aka Mr. Press. And it's Cindy, Madam VP. And you're listening to The, the Black, Black Oval. Oval. So, we have a lot in store for our new show, and honestly, thank you so, so much for tuning in. This is the episode titled The Prelude. So, we're going to give you an introduction to us so you can get to know us better, get to know the show better, interact with us. Yeah, and honestly. You know, right. This is honestly like a long time coming because we've so, been low-key planning this for a minute. A hot minute. Yeah, because I, I didn't think we was going to do it. <laughs> you know how we get. I, who's we? Well, who's we? Well, you and I. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You and Casper. Not too, <laughs> not too much. Not too much on me. Thank you. All right, but just to go ahead and get into it. So, yeah, once again, my name is Akeem. I am a senior here at Rollins. I'm a political science and philosophy double major with a minor in African-American studies and ethics, and I serve as your student body president. And I'm Cindy, so my major is healthcare management, but I have minors in African slash African-American studies, communications, and English. I'm also super excited to be with you all, and I serve as the vice president for year. Yeah, so um, let's just go ahead and get into it and talk about why we wanted to do mm-hmm. the black oval that's good so first when Cindy and I, when Cindy and I were really just talking over and discussing different things about the black oval or we we really wanted to bring th- back this sense of like familiarity mm-hmm. you know bring back that sense of like mm, we got people on campus you know because I feel as if like a lot of times when um, people are walking around campus it can sometimes get distant or kind of like alone sometimes just because of the fact that I mean we're just getting back over COVID plus you know the whole monkeypox thing and getting through all of that stuff and really college can sometimes be isolating so we wanted to come on here and just bring a sense of relatability and allow people to know that you know we see y'all we're going through the same things too like don't fret like you got it it's all good I like that yeah I honestly think too that since we both love mess but don't be a in, part of it in the mess yeah. big emphasis on we're not messy mm-hmm. but we do enjoy it i think this is a great space to dish out what's really tea what's really going on in the streets of rollins college no for sure and then another thing we wanted to do is kind of bring like bring a bit of like black joy you mm-hmm. know i feel like feel like a lot of times when you hear black people in the media or just the different things about black people overall all you hear is like oh they fight in they fight in or it's the stereotypes of like the typical ratchet baby mama or the 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 baby daddy with seven kids or so, you know you know what i'm saying like the the typical stereotype and stigma surrounding like black people but showing on this pl- podcast that like we are not like a monolith like blackness mm-hmm. is greatness and blackness is shown in so many different facets and areas around the world mm-hmm. i think too uh, throughout the season while you get to know akeem and i despite us having the same sense of humor and being very very similar we still have our own differences, so I think we'll be a really good representation to show that, no, not every single black person is the same, but two, how multifaceted we are as individuals. Yeah. So for this episode, kind of like an intro, we wanted to talk more a bit about um, senior year and what we're getting into mm-hmm. and the different things that we have ahead mm-hmm. um, and the anxieties of it. Mm. Honestly, going into senior year is more stressful than people think, like, Girl. Child, you got especially like this year with us dealing with 
being president and vice president, dealing with grad application, you and all your like fellowships. Mm-hmm. Child, y'all, I'm telling you, this girl has applied for every <laughs> fellowship there can be. I, I mean, <laughs> there might be a fellowship called Mitchell and Sajon out there, and she applied for it. Thank you. I don't think people realize that the stress of senior year or like the anxiety surrounding it is mostly like what's next. Like we know what's going to happen to us next. We're going to go to law. Well, Akeem's going to go to law school. I'm going to go to grad school in the PhD program because we know what we want to do after. I think our anxiety is just, just like completing the applications, finishing up the fellowships. And yes, I've applied to so many. I have become a semi-finalist for Fulbright, but we'll get into that later. Um, mm-hmm. so it was just like, there's so many things that we have to do and still go to class, get good marks. I don't know. I just, sometimes I get tired, but then I realize that we only have three months left. No, yeah. Senior year goes by so quickly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just feel like, I feel like I just got here. I mean, not me. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I mean, in August. Not I like, served my time. Not like, not not as if like, I'm not talking about the three years, the four year <laughs> sentence. I mean, we just got here back at <laughs> Not too much. <laughs> we just got back here at seniors so i don't know yeah i'm just mm, overall just waiting out and seeing like what's overall just ahead mm-hmm. and the next i think the the hardest part about senior year is not knowing what's next it's knowing what you want to be next mm-hmm. but not knowing if that next will happen Ooh, that's good mm, yeah. that's good they do call me a poet mm-hmm. <laughs> don't out. make me shout out to donna and excuse me, me? You only get support? That let me finish. Thank you. you play a sport. Come uh, on. <laughs> but no, I like that a lot. Only because, yes, like I can say that you want to go to law and I want to go to grad. But we can't even say like our number one school yet because the applications haven't been submitted. Well, hold on, mine have. But like. Oh, my number one school is whatever school accept me. Okay. Whatever school Thank gives you. me the full ride. Okay. They're, hmm. Let's quickly touch on that because I hate how we're putting so much pressure on ourselves sometimes. To like make sure we're filling out these applications, but the schools are taking forever to respond back. I just don't feel like that's courteous at all. I think it's rude. Mm, to each their own, because right now I'm still in the process of like getting all my stuff together. Well, brother, once you submit everything, it's just a waiting game, and I hate waiting. I hate not knowing. I don't know. That like really gets on my nerves. No, yeah, I. Mm, I don't know, cause I'm a procrastinator, and not even procrastinator. As in far as like what I've been doing now, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I've been I've been uh jumping over every obstacle there can be right. this past year. Mm-hmm. Trying to get trying to get this stuff in on time. Thank you. But I mean like of you. you know thank you, I appreciate it. You know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes a player need that. A player need to hear they <laughs> that they proud. Thank you. But um <laughs> now I don't even know what I done lost the track of my thought because <laughs> Go ahead. But um but no, I, the time is stressful. <laughs> the time is stressful mm-hmm. and I think that is important during this time like it's very hard for us to give ourselves grace mm-hmm. because of everything that's going on and us wanting to cons- consistently like do the best we can do mm-hmm. be the best we can be and honestly like get the stuff in where we need it to get it in but there's always that lack of grace that we don't show ourselves or mm-hmm. that aspect of grace that we don't show ourselves because of the fact that like we're like bump the grace we don't need the grace right now what we really need is for this to get in because once right. they get in then boom pow i'm good yeah but where's that self-care during the process personally i don't know i can't extend myself grace it's like an, a reward like i can give myself grace for like homework assignments and classes 
But when it comes to grad applications, I'm so strict on myself with it. And I like that you admitted that you procrastinate with them. I don't necessarily procrastinate with mine. I just want it to be the very best version. And so I just hate writing about like myself and like everything that I've done. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I just wish they could just call us up or do a Zoom call. That's it. No, yeah. I feel like when it comes to like grad applications and all that stuff, like they, I don't know. A lot of the stuff that we have to turn in is it's, to me, it's hard to grasp somebody's like personality or their impact mm-hmm. by choice of words. Like I'm more than just the AP classes, not even AP. I'm more than just the double major, double minor, mm-hmm. and like all the classes I've had to take. I'm more than just what my grades have said. Like mm-hmm. y'all don't know the intricacies behind why I got each grade. Yeah, the stuff I dealt with being at a predominantly white institution mm-hmm. and have that's another episode. But the stuff three. episode three to be exact. But just. I don't know. You don't see the full picture. And I feel like with grab applications, oh, the point of the personal statement or diversity statement, optional statement, is to show that, like, oh, you're able to, we're able to get a better sense of you. Mm -hmm. But that's still not showing you who I am. I mean, like, yes, it'll show you who I am, but, like, unless you have it in a certain format, they'll be like, oh, that's not professional enough. So get it out of the way or we don't want you. Like, sometimes being professional is not who I truly am Mm. or sometimes like doing the certain things I'm doing or what I'm doing for you is not who I'm truly am I'm just trying to do something in order so I can please you and I'm trying to give you it's like I'm putting on face within a sense and I hate putting on faces with applications I remember fall semester when I first started applying for my fellowships I struggled so much because I had to put on face I'm sorry but I'm just not gonna lie to y'all I had an application, I want to say junior year, and the question was, like, what do you plan on doing this summer before you go to graduate school? And everyone usually writes some really prestigious things. I'm going to do a summer internship Mm -hmm. program. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I guess I was annoyed at something, and you want to know what I put? What'd you put? What do you think I put? I don't know what you put, dog. No. It's pretty simple if you know me well. (laughs) Go ahead, say it. I said... I'm going to sleep. Oh, I was going to sleep, and I said that I was going to spend time with my loved ones. Mm-mm. I mean, but that's a good answer. No, they told me, girl, bye. <laughs> Quite literally, the admissions person was like, what did she say? She said, I don't hold myself to a high regard. Oh. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Mm-mm. I had a four-year sentence, girl. They just freed me. I'm screaming, not a four-year sentence. Why we gotta say that again? I'm serving. I feel like I'm serving a four-year sentence right now. I'm Who's you serving a four-year sentence again for law? Well, three. Three. I mean, you gonna be serving time. Girl, please. <laughs> anyway, I heard about the hundred-page reading. Child, don't get me started about that. You know I don't like reading. Mm. I'm so scared. You'll be easy. I, I'm terrified. I'm not gonna hold you. They want me to do science. Babes, <laughs> I like the humanities. No, go ahead. Chemistry. Wait. Uh, it's not chemistry. No, no. It's chemistry. <laughs> Don't get me laughing, please. Let's control yeah. My fun fact of the day, I guess so, y'all. I mean, this is like, do you know, Cindy, if you don't know this? I have a laughing syncope. That means if I laugh hard enough, I will indeed pass out. And so the most embarrassing thing happened to me yesterday in Wingstop. Oh Akeem God, showed me some <laughs> ants that were on the wall at the Wingstop we went to. We're not eating there again, of course. And I don't know what was so funny. But I laughed so hard that I fell off of both chairs. Again, I passed out. I can't remember anything. I was literally transported back to home. 
And Akeem, according to his story, says that I started shaking and that the guy who was sitting behind me thought I was having a seizure. Y'all, y'all should have saw the way this man looked at us. I mean, he... <laughs> I can't really like... Because Cindy has done this so many times Excuse in front me. of me. Cindy has done this so many times in front of me that, like, I know the signs to, like, look for when she uh, when she's about to pass out. When that head starts moving, like, in a, like it's a bobblehead. Oh, trust. She finna, <laughs> she finna hit the flow. She hit the flow. But <laughs> no. No. Yesterday, the way that man looked at me, because, like, I'm telling y'all, yesterday I was hoping she would just go into, like, fall into the wall or whatever. No. Fall into the wall? She hit the wall. In the, while she was sitting in the chair and then bounced back off the wall and it proceeded to fall off the chair and landed on her back on both chairs. Ooh. And then little did she know, she fell on the man behind her. No, I didn't and know so, this part. Yeah, she fell on the man behind her and hit her head. And then That's why I was hurting. And so me being me, once again, she recently passed out like two days prior to this from laughing too hard. Y'all, I'm telling y'all, I'm the funniest person I know. Okay, she, calm down, Nikki. We're not going to do this battle. Let's save it for episode five. Yeah. Okay, anyways. But yeah, so she <laughs> so she falls on the ground and so they're looking at me like, Why are you not getting up? Why, uh, 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 why are you not uh, uh. being stressed? And this is where I wanna slap a kid no, for no, real. No. No, let me finish this. Let me finish. Let me finish. No, no, no. Because they're looking at me like, Why why are you not getting up? And I'm looking at and me not realizing in a normal world if somebody passes out, the person that they're with is going to like get up and be like, Oh my god, oh my god. But because I'm so used to this, you know what I, he I'm said. Like, Girl, she gonna get up this. No, you know what he said. He said, "Y'all, don't worry. She does this. What? <laughs> now I look like I'm an attention seeker. <laughs> now I look like I go around falling off chairs and wing stops and shaking and having pretend seizures." Oh no, y'all. Because I was just sitting there, and literally the man was staring at me like, "Why are you just sitting?" In my mind, I'm like. <laughs> Y'all, like, she gonna get up in, like, three seconds. Give her a second. Whole time, I'm not even in Winter Park. Apparently, she transported I, to a different I world. went back home, and all I remember is that I opened my eyes, and I saw my pink Crocs on the ground. And then I look up to see Akeem standing over me, like, with his facial expression saying, get up. Girl, I, at that point, I was embarrassed. I was you were embarrassed? <laughs> I was when that fell. Get up. Get up. Off the floor. And, I was, and my back hurt is so bad. Yeah, she kept talking about, so, oh, my back hurt, my back hurt. You fell on three chairs and a man. What was what was your back supposed to do? Just heal instantly? Like, I mean, it was. I just feel like there's not enough so grace for Cindy right now because it's like I've had a, the same medical condition since I was 16. Mm-hmm. Yet, you know, I fall. I break my back. Hmm. Never mind, we ain't going to get to that. What were you going to say? Never mind. But, yeah. Let me just tell y'all, like, last night, I mean, was funny. The only reason why I got up was because she started shaking, and I never seen her start shaking before. So I was I was just like, mm-mm, okay, maybe this is for real. I'm like, oh, she's going to have a seizure. Homegirl didn't have a seizure. She got up literally 2.5 seconds after I stood up. So That's crazy. I swear I was screaming, too. Child, anyways, anyways. That's crazy. Well, you know what? We've been talking so much. I feel like Nikki needs to come on and say a couple of words. So this is High School by Nikki Minaj. Wow, it's like every single time I hear Nikki, I feel so inspired. I get so motivated. Like, I just want, I don't know. I want to meet her. But she has been problematic lately, so I do want to acknowledge that and make space, you know? 
No, no, no. Let's get into it. Didn't her be problematic? Yeah. How how she been problematic? I mean, what do you mean? You see the song she made with Six Nine. That's one. You see who her husband is. That's two. Mm. And you see the way that she like attacks other celebrities with her fan base. That's three. Mm. I love Nicki Minaj up and down. Ooh. However, however, I don't tolerate bullying. Come on. No, did you see the whole beef with uh, her and Lotto that was going around? And she was like calling out Lotto people or whatever. Or like, oh, I think I forgot what happened. But Lotto basically, I think, wanted the future one time mm-hmm. or something happened. Oh, it was about about some interview that Lotto did, mm-hmm. and I guess. Lotto didn't like credit Nikki or like Lotto, mm. Lotto was like oh all these upcoming female artists like they're doing their thing da 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 and I guess um, Nikki like to be considered but I could be wrong I feel like if that was the case I'm big on like making sure that everyone gets their flowers but there comes a time where like if they're not giving it to you willingly love you don't have to fight for it I feel like if you know yourself and you know the type of craft that you produce your actions your work should speak for itself now is not the time for you, a 30-something-year-old middle-aged woman who has a child at home, to be offended. No, <laughs> She's been in the game long enough, and so I just don't... Again, I love Nikki. Not as yeah. much as I love Beyonce, but... We're we going to get it to Beyonce. So, we do have a Beyonce song later on today. I'm excited for that one. I know, that's your, that's your jam. Alien Superstars, my jam. Mm-hmm. it is... Anyways, anyways... No, but like, I can't believe. First of all, Beyonce, thirty-four mil. So proud of Dubai. her. Dubai, Dubai. I mean, they gave us the ticket scheme. We just couldn't go that day. We had a test. Honestly, yeah. We had a test. I mean, Beyonce reached out to us personally. It was like, oh my god, can you see? Can Cindy Akeem like? We saw everything you've been doing. Yeah. Like, we were so inspired by your story. Uh-huh. Like, can you make it out here? And we were just like, mm, we have a meeting. We have a couple meetings that day. And those are like big meetings that we ha- we're right. setting up. Yeah. I mean, it's a Sunday work-life balance, but to Beyonce's team, feel free to resend anything, any promo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Honestly. No, because everybody was there. Anybody who was any, everybody who was anybody was there. So why weren't you there? I just told you we had a meeting. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I don't know. Chloe and House, had, they had some shows, but they canceled. I'm not Chloe. I'm not House. But love them. <laughs> Be careful. No, for real. <laughs> we love all the people that we just talked about, y'all. Please. No, for real. But I mean, y'all know where my heart lie at. I do. You. <laughs> <laughs> you love it how I move you. Love it how I touch you. Okay, I want to tell you two things. Number one, one what? what you sound like right now in the booth is not how you sound like in these people's speakers. Two, let's move on to the next topic. Okay. Um,. Honestly, with senior year being what it is right now, like, are there any things that, like, you wish you would have done or that you're happy you didn't do? Like, mm-hmm. do you have any any regrets or, like, any, yeah, do you have any regrets? I do. I am so upset at myself for not doing study abroad. Mm-hmm. I feel like every single day or every week that goes on, I just, like, want to beat myself up because I'm just, like, I should have taken the chance, like, my mm-hmm. junior year and yeah, did yeah. it. But at the same time, like, if I didn't do study abroad when I planned to do it, Mm -hmm. it would have been difficult for me to do, like, research and just, like, internship experience and all those things. Mm -hmm. So I'm happy that Mm -hmm. I didn't go in that sense. But at the same time, I feel like everyone who's done study abroad, at least at Rollins, they always come back with, like, really good stories and a really cute Instagram feed. 
Not for real. I'm not gonna lie. Like seeing some of these people like go go abroad, they be in like Italy. Mm-hmm. Rome. I was gonna say Rome. Rome is in. Rome, um, Rome, look at. But um, they be in like Italy. They be in uh London. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Fee. Uh, and all these other places like they they just be living their best lives like they come back like a whole new person I mean they done have like they they had a new love story you know a mystery love that they had to let go they don't want to let go now but it's hard to be together because it's a 15 hour time zone difference I mean they just now whose study abroad story is this That's what that's what the streets been saying. That's what the streets been saying. Like people be finding like love stories in study abroad. Am I saying I'm looking for love? No, I'm just saying like right because you got a home. I'm just saying that there's a whole. <laughs> I'm just saying that there's a whole bunch of different things that go on. I mean like they find out who they really are. Mm. They jump off cliffs mm. into, into bodies of water. I've always wanted to jump off a cliff. You can't swim between the both of us. Yeah, <laughs> we know who's gonna drown. But, not um, me, because I was never getting in the water. That's not what happened in Jamaica. We that's don't not, talk about Jamaica. Let's not tell that story. <laughs> that's that's my episode. Too. Someone calling Carrie. But um, <laughs> <laughs> you know she coming. Huh? She's coming. Coming where? Here tonight. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's my homegirl. You know. Mm-mm. Love you, Carrie, for listening. No, but yeah, studying abroad, like just having that new experience of like going to another country, and just really like taking it all in, especially mm-hmm. like in your early twenties, because like. These are the times and these are the years that you are spending and you are like, you're never going to get this young again. You yes. know what I'm saying? And then like the more time that passes in the future and the more you go into the future, the less time you have to do certain things because like you have to like have a family, you have to um, mm-hmm. have this new career. And with like your typical nine to five, even though like some people be crapping on nine to fives but like nine to fives get the bills paid girl pass me but my id badge so i can clock in <laughs> very much so but people but like with your typical like nine to fives it's harder to like do all these things mm-hmm. but like why and especially when you're older no i agree with you i mean i think that's partially why i i hope i get fulbright so that i can study abroad this time actually mm-hmm. so we cross fingers and we hope for the best but i think when i think about like other things i regret I feel like I didn't keep my hobbies at all since I started school. Like, the only consistent thing in my life is collecting perfumes. But I've been doing that since, like, seventh grade, so it comes second nature to me. Mm -hmm. But I stopped reading for fun, like, my freshman year, and I just picked it up junior year, like, the beginning of junior year again. Mm, I don't know. I, in a sense, in a way, envy you for, like, your love for reading. Because anybody who know me know I hate, not even hate, I I like reading. Don't get me wrong. I love gaining new information. I, I love reading about different things and different adventures. You, you sound know. like you're trying to convince yourself that you like reading right now. Girl, I like reading, like I said. But at the same time, it's just like, I don't know, like something just pulls me back. Like, I don't know, the last time I picked up a book and I started reading, next thing you know, I started reading at 8 o'clock, next thing you know it was 4 a.m. And that happens consistently. And even when I'm not tired, reading makes me tired. This is where I'm going to give you a hardcore no. I disagree. I think it's the books that you're choosing. Yo, all my books interesting. I don't think you're choosing books that are interesting and appealing to you. So, like, what books have you been reading for real? Mm, The Hate You Give. You like to read these, like, 
You don't need to read The Hate You Give on a Wednesday afternoon. We live the hate you give. <laughs> no, we live, no, no, for real, for real. I mean, that's what that's what my personal thing about is the hate you give. Thug life. The hate you give. Do you know Thug Cry by Rick Ross? Here you go with this Rick Ross. I just wanna be the one. Mm-hmm. I just wanna be the one. You, you don't know the mm-hmm. your personal statement. Like when I read it, that's the song that plays in the background. It's a very beautiful song. It's so nice, and it really talks about just like blossoming into an individual while dealing disturbing times in life. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So that's a good thing. It is. It's okay. a really good song. I'm talking about the statement, not the song. You know your statement's good. Thank you. No, because the way Cindy, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the way Cindy, the way Cindy has been <laughs> talking to me when I write these personal statements, you would think it's the worst one alive. I think it's because I expect so much from you, and you know that you can deliver that. But when you blatantly choose not to, and you want to be safe, I don't like that. I don't feel like it's being safe. I feel like when with these personal statements, like. Everyone's giving the same repertoire. Everyone's doing the same thing or this similar writing. Oh, I did this. I did that. I'm great. Da da da. But it's like, I want to give that. Like I want to give. I want them to see that I'm great. But it's also like, I I don't want them to see mine and be like, oh, just another story or like just another personal statement. Like I want them to feel me, feel me in my chest. Okay, but at the same time, I don't know. I I don't think. My intentions with writing a personal statement were to ever make people cry. It's to get my point across and to make sure that I'm in the story that I'm trying to tell. And I feel like we get so caught up with trying to tell the story, we forget that, like, we have to talk about it. We have to show how, like, our experiences are going to impact our future, yada, yada, yada. And so if I put too much emotion in my personal statement, I just get caught up. Mm-mm. I don't know. I'm just an emotional writer. And there's nothing wrong with that. Oh, I never said there was nothing wrong with that. I mean, your amazing poetry back in the day. Cindy, let's not take it there. We can go there. You know, a good friend of mine said that your poetry reminds them of Langston Hughes. And I felt that that was super touching. (laughs) Who told you that? I don't reveal my sources. No, who told you that? I just... My friend. What's their friend start with? D. And with an A. Last name Lee. Mm-mm. No, because y'all bullied me that day. We didn't bully you. We were giving you support. Y'all. So, fun fact. So I wrote a I wrote a um. I wrote a poem back in um, high school when I was sitting on a bus because I was just so hurt by the world and I was just. <laughs> I was just. Let me see if I can find the poem. Uh oh. I was just so hurt and I was I was so sad, but I read it for. I read it for Cindy, and she instantly bust out laughing. <laughs> and I was like, what's so funny? I didn't pass out then, though. No, yeah. That, well, at least it wasn't that funny. So, long story short, we go to a board of trustees dinner. A board of trustees dinner. Like, board of trustees, if you don't know who the board of trustees are, like, these are the people that basically help the president run the school. Like, for different things to happen, the president and his cabinet have to get it approved by the board of trustees. Like, anyways. Why is my table cracking up the whole night? I mean, that table, we were such a good table. And I mean, like, to the point where, like, other people from other tables were staring at us, like, what's going on? What's going on? They were laughing at my poem. 
and I mean, when I was 16, I put my heart and soul into that poem. I mean, let me see. I can tell you how it starts. You only get support if you play a sport. Stop right there, Akeem. <laughs> Stop right you, there. How, how, Akeem. Can you, how can you succeed if they won't give you the keys? I don't need to. You don't need the keys, love. You put work in, but it's like you never win. <laughs> you try to be smart, but you're still pushing the car. I feel like this is too emotional for you right now. It's best if you take a break. You pray. <laughs> uh, you pray for better days, but the obstacles are still in your way. What obstacles? Try to be strong, but that takes too long. Mm. Seeing the hate makes you lose faith. Mm. You can't give up, but you feel like there's too much in your cup. Pull his shirt. Pull his shirt. Pull his shirt. People say they want to help, but can't change the cars you're dealt. I mean, when I wrote that line, I was like, what? What? <laughs> I was like, you have friends, but who's really going to be there to the end? Can I ask who the poem is about? <laughs> if I tell you, I have a kid. Um, oh, this, this, is where, this is where it gets like real hot, real heated. Because yeah. I was like, ooh, I'm going to speed it up real quick. Okay. Life isn't great, but you're just trying to wait. Waiting for things to become brighter so your chest can your chest can start to feel lighter. Mm. When it comes to trust, it seems like a must. But how can you trust when your friendships are turning into death? Okay, who's, <laughs> <laughs> who's it about, bro? Who's it about? Who's it about? With everything that's going on, you feel like you're doing something wrong. Akeem, you, go, you okay? No, but this, this everything is... Everything okay at home? This is the kicker. So you try to put up a fight for what you believe is right. But you just stare. Stare to the dark, cold air. Thank you. And with that being said, we're going to take you to our next song. Here is Drizzy. <laughs> Hold on. We're going home. I love Drake. Like, so much. I can't wait to go to his concert. And the tour dates, they got leaked yesterday, so I'm going to go to the Miami show in May. So do catch me there. But most importantly, while listening to that song, do you know what I remembered? What? I'm starving and I haven't ate anything since one o'clock. That's what I remembered. And then I started thinking about like, what are some foods that I really hate? I hate corn dogs. I don't like them. I hate corn. Honestly, most foods that start with a C <coughs> except chicken, I don't like. How about you again? Food I don't like? Mm-hmm. Raisins. I do not like raisins. And I got a homeboy who all he do is eat Raisin Bran. Raisin Bran? How yeah. old is he? 60? Yeah, he he in college. Who? And all he do is eat Raisin Bran. Say his name. Raisin Bran this, Raisin Bran that. Say his name. I won't put him on the spot like that. He likes Raisin Bran? Raisin Bran, real bad. That's like liking honey bunches of oats. Child, it's, it's nasty. That's what it is. I mean, but what compels someone to eat Raisin Bran? Who wakes up and says, you know what? I'm going to go to the store today. I'm going to get Raisin Bran. Child, you, you tell me. Ask the person sitting on the beanbag chair out there. Oh. Yeah. Now that, that's embarrassing. That's real nasty. I like cinnamon toast crunch. But I did go through a stage in life where I only eat Honey Nut Cheerios. I, I bet. Excuse me? What is that trying to say, Kate share? You wanted your cholesterol to be low. I get it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was good. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. But, like, as we wrap up, I remember. No. Hold on. What? Before you get into that, 
I just need to get into something real quick. Uh-oh. So, you know, I just shared my heart. I poured my heart out during, during that poem. And I just feel like some people didn't receive it the way it needed to be received, mm. a.k.a. the people outside this booth. Mm. But let me just say, when it comes to writing, I'm a write. And when it comes to spitting, you're going to spit. Each and every time. Down. Down. No. Thank you. No. Okay. <laughs> <Making me passionate. laughs> no. Yeah, but we just, but just let it be known. I, w- I was 16. No, I think I was actually 15 when I wrote that. I was 15 when I wrote it. You had passion. And, uh, and my homeboy at the time, he's so great. <laughs> I sent it to him. He was like, bro, this fire, this heat. <laughs> I'm making it out of the hood, y'all. Stop. <laughs> like, I'm making it out. He, he was a liar. But Wait, pause. You should have recorded that on SoundCloud and posted it. I probably would have listened to it. Yeah. When you were sad at night and you need a quick little laugh. No, brother. You know I'm really big on supporting sound like Orlando SoundCloud rappers. Mm, Carter Boys, if you guys are listening to this, they're Jones Bread. Thank you. Come on. I love them. Four Flat, that was my song till the end of time. How would it go? I heard that song C5 before. C504 Flat. Oh. Da, 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 da. oh, yes. That was that jam. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, all of Texas half was listening to that song. <laughs> it was such a good song. Because where you from? Texas half. No, you from the app. Oh, not oh. Hope. let's do it again. Where you from? You from the Ave. Not Hope. Mm. And I'm from the, <laughs> I'm from the park. <laughs> not Winter. Thank you. That was, that was so lame. I'm sorry, y'all. That was pretty good. I mean, technically, like, hmm. Mm-mm. I mean, it's so funny to know that Akeem and I have always lived in such close proximity with one within one another, but we only met really give or take like six months ago. No, yeah, that's actually that's actually pretty weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. But yeah, I just pause. The thing that I was going to say before you interrupted me with, "Where are you from?" No. What I was gonna say is that with every good prelude. So if you listen to a song and it has a prelude, if you read a book and it has a prelude, with every good prelude, there are things to expect from the rest of the album, from the rest of the book. What are you most excited about for the Black Oval? Me? Yeah. Who? Okay, who else would I be talking to? I don't know. I thought you was talking to the crowd for a second. I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, the thing I'm most excited about for the Black Oval, like, once again, this one, this episode is one of the slower ones just because it was an introduction episode mm-hmm. and just an episode for you all to get to know us, get to, like, see how we be vibing, how we talk, whatever. But I'm really excited to, like, have have that transparency with you all mm. because I feel like a lot of times when like us being in the t- these positions, people just see us like ripping and running from left to right, left to right, left to right, and not even just like this year, but like last year too. Like with the different, or honestly, all all of our years here, like we've been active, like mm-hmm. but we've never like been active in the same areas. Like you were a wellness gal, mm-hmm. well you are a wellness gal. Forever, wellness had me first, and I'm more in more. I was more around like student involvement mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So like, I don't know. I just, mm. I like I, that. I'm just, I'm just hoping. Like, I'm happy to like have that transparency. Mm-hmm. And there's so many things that go on, like that people don't really know about, or like so many things we have to deal with that people don't see. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm happy that this podcast or this talk show is here, so that we're able to like bring that to light. Yes. You know what I'm saying? That's good. Like, especially with the different episodes we have coming up, mm-hmm. or like. Just the different things, like especially like what's next week, the presidency. Mm-hmm. With that episode, we're able to give people more insight about like what we do, how we have to like 
act in certain situations mm-hmm. or how we handle situations or what type of meetings we be in. Mm-hmm. And then we're also able to like tell people like what really goes down, mm. like what really happened last in the last election season. Are you going to tell them about the scandal? What scandal? You know. What scandal? scandal? What scandal? The one from last year. During election season? Both. And during when? When we first got into office. Oh, no. I, I don't know about that one because I know that's still getting. You know what? We can talk about it next week, actually. Yeah. I think it's important if we do talk about it because, you know, we learn from our mistakes. That wasn't a mistake on my part. It wasn't a. We learned not to trust certain people again. Oh, yeah. That was oh, a valuable no, no, lesson. No, 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 for sure, for sure, for sure. But, um, but yeah, and we're able to, like, just give the people what they want because, like, we've never, like, yes, we have the space and the, um, the place to voice our opinions and, like, mm-hmm. tell everything that we need to tell. But we're never truly given the opportunity to, like, really be like, this is what happened. Yeah. This is, this is how it looks. Like, even when, like, people, like, lie on us. People don't realize how many times, like, people lie on us or, like, put our names and stuff that mm-hmm. we've never had a conversation about. And we're just looking at them like, huh? Like, you never talked about this to us. And now we out here looking like Boo Boo the Fool and his homeboys looking like Cosby and uh, Bill Cosby and the Cosby Kids. <laughs> and oh. not too much. For those listening, we do not support and or endorse Bill Cosby. Thank you. Like, ciao. I cannot wait to see the Black Oval become something that people want to listen to. Yeah, I think right now, again, we're still in our introductionary period. This is the first episode, so it felt like, or it made it, it might have come off as like they're just telling stories. Right. But we're really trying for you to understand our dynamic and how we communicate with one another, so that you can better understand like future episodes. Right. Because I promise you, like the stuff that we have planned, like it is honestly like top tier. Mm-hmm. Like it's you want to give them a brief, yeah, preview. So I already mentioned that next week we'll be talking about um, the presidency, mm-hmm. everything that we have to do, everything that um, what it entails, who do we meet with on a daily basis, mm-hmm. like who do we not like to meet with, mm-hmm. all that stuff, all that jazz. And then also giving you the insight of like what really went down during last election season mm-hmm. and like how that affected us and our mentality coming into this new season. Yeah. And along with not even like talking about who we ran against, but also talking about like the um, impact from the student body and what everybody else was saying and how like it was received, we're <clears throat> we're just giving you all like a full a full read on that. And then for episode three, the title of the episode is called "Being Black at Rollins." Yeah. So as you know, the Black Oval, the name is inspired by number one, the Oval Office, but number two because at the end of the day, we're both Akeem and I are black. So as we move through a PWI at a private school, especially in the climate that we're in right now. Um, It's essential for us to, number one, share our experiences, but share a lot of the setbacks that come with being one of the under 100 black people on campus um, and just how it takes shape and plays in our own lives as like students and student leaders. Yeah, honestly. And then... Our next episode after that will be... The community check-in. So that means that that's when you as listeners get to really check in with us. So we'll probably open up the phone lines and you get to call in. We'll have an Instagram story post set up so you get to comment in. So that means that episode will be centered around you all. So you get to choose your songs. You get to send in some of the stories that you want to share. And it could be a little advice hour. So if you have a situation that you're going through, 
I feel that Akeem and I are apt good and equipped to get yeah to give those those pieces of advice. Mm-hmm. But like honestly, like as we're about to end this episode, like just standing out there right now that like we're we're wanting to have this space to connect with you all. Yes, and for you all to be able to like really see who we are and how we interact and what really goes down True. and like not not in to say like in our lives, but like on a day to day basis. Yeah. And because we understand being black at Rollins is hard. It's tough. Being the first black administration is hard. It's well, let me, it's let a me, load that's heavy to yeah, carry, but we carry it very well. If you ask, if I do Extremely say so myself. Extremely well, if you're asking me. So, but once again, this was just our introduction episode. We're not going anywhere. Trust and believe. And if y'all keep coming out, we'll keep putting back in. Come on. Thank you. So please do tune in every single Thursday, 7 to 8 p.m. Download the WPRK app or it's 91.5 FM if you're in the car. And like always, be blessed. But before you be blessed or while you're being blessed, make sure you give our pages a follow. Mm -hmm. That's where you'll be able to get our black oval content Mm -hmm. from Akeem, A-K-H-E-E-M dot underscore and at s-e-n-d-y-n-e-i-k-a and honestly just search up cindy it'll come up then also look at our black oval page our instagram is at the black oval thank you thank you so much for tuning in thank you and then to close us out we have the queen the amazing the phenomenal the lovely the legendary the daring beyonce hope you guys enjoy it